0: Log
1: Talk Radio. On the street, respect is a big deal. A lot of times, that's all you have. If another man tries to trample that, you take it real personally. You got what the outside world would know about, that it's the college dance Then you got what's on my side of the track, which is more drugs more crime, more despair. The police have put cameras up here because of all the drug and gang activities. Murders have happened over here. Because of the access to guns and beats combined, a lot of shit gets settled with guns. A couple days before fight day, I usually go out on the street, talk to people, try to find out who these people who. When I was 16, I was stabbed in the throat. Here's where I had a tracheotomy. Went to prison. I was a bad person. I had to change. Boxing symbolizes life, struggle. It makes you tough because over on my side of town, life is cheap, cheap month. We actively recruit people who have Bringing these guys over here to stop them from shooting, killing, beating each other. Humans have been fighting since Jesus walked this earth. That's a fact. There's certain people, that's how they're walking. They're going to fight no matter what I do. The only difference is, at least with me, they're fighting in a yard with gloves, a referee,
2: hello, are we on the air? We are on the air, having a little technical difficulties at my end. I can't see the board. The person who is hosting the show is, is trying to uh, get on the air. Um, you know, he's trying to connect and he can't connect, but he did connect to the show. So um, hopefully I, I can't see the board myself. Um, right now I'm supposed to have someone running the board, everybody. I don't know if, if you all can hear me, but, uh, yes, this is another installment of Street Beefs, What's Good with going Street Beefs, Buck Up or Shut Up. So about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. Um, person who's running the board tonight is, um, having a little trouble getting on. But I'm sure it'll be on shortly. but. Um,
3: so, I, uh, yep, I, but he should be on shortly. We are having technical difficulties.
2: Lines, street beats, buck up or shut up. Show about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. Um, number to call five one six three at seven one nine four one five one six three at seven nineteen forty one. Keith, are you there? Hello, Keith. Hello. Uh,
3: yeah,
4: I'm here. I'm here. I'm just I'm running the board oh, here great, for you, buddy. Okay. okay. Yeah, we've been we've been um, live yeah. for for a while. We've been live, so. Okay. Good.
2: Good. Good. Um, good. This is my. Uh, a uh, person running the board for me tonight uh, Perhaps you can call him a co-host He's been on a lot Keep on. And t- uh, tonight um, I'll play, play the Frank Sinatra My kind of town Just to give it that official feel It's near the top
4: All right so the, I'm going to be off on mute So you just go not run in And whatever you need Just let me know And I'll be running it from the sidelines All right Let's get show okay, the road So you, you can find it You can find the My kind of town Uh-huh I'm looking for it right now I got you All right
2: Okay, let's make this official. All
3: right. Now this could only happen to a guy like me. And only happen in a town like this So may I say To each of you most gratefully As I throw each one of you a kiss This is my kind of town, Chicago oh, yeah. my kind of town, Chicago my kind of people too. People who smile at you. And each time I roam Chicago is calling me home, Chicago is. Why, I've got grim like a cloud. It's my kind of town.
2: Good evening, everybody. This is Glenn Joseph Brophy. What's good with Glenn? Street Beeps. What's good with Glenn? Street beefs. Buck up or shut up. It's a 120-minute journey that's on Mondays about health, fitness, nutrition, and training, and uh, some other additional stuff along the way with a few surprises along along the way also. as a number to call to speak to uh, Glenn and uh, my co- co-host tonight. Who's running the board as I am uh I am at work. They surprised me yesterday. Keep on. If you want to talk to me and Keith, get on the air, five one six three eight seven one nine four one, five one six three 387 seven nineteen forty one. Keith, are you there? Hello? Yes. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> okay, thank you for getting us on the air. And tonight um uh keep is running the board because I am at work. I was surprisingly told about this uh yesterday <laughs> and being a holiday um uh, because of because of a holiday Labor day which uh normally the Americans celebrate by getting the day off i instead of starting at ten p m and am start- started at two p m fourteen hundred uh central standard time to o two hundred to two two a m so, another, a third uh, 12 hour shift. So, uh, but I uh, want to give kudos to Keith for getting me on the air, Get, getting the show on the air. Uh, very, very helpful. Thank you, Keith. And tonight, uh, JP, uh, Jesse P, Jesse Peterson, and do um, you remember his blog? I think Adventures in Fitness. Is that what it is? I can, when, when Jesse calls, uh, he's supposed to call. We're going to talk a little about.
4: Um we have a caller. We have a caller in. And um, I'm just gonna put him in right now. I'm just gonna bring him into the board, all right? Okay, great. Yeah. All right, caller Hello? Yes, Corey. Hi, this is Jesse. Are you hearing me? Jesse P
2: Jesse Peterson and the name of your blog yeah. again, Adventures in Fitness, right? Is that what it is?
5: Yeah, I just recently changed the name because uh, I've been messing around with that, trying to figure out an easier like thing that rolls up the tongue. So for now, okay. it's currently called Fierce Hearts, but that could
2: change too. What future. is what is it called? <laughs> uh, Fierce Hearts. Fierce Heart. So I'm was it to... Adventures in Fitness? Was that the the title of it before? Yeah,
5: Adventures in Fitness uh, with Jesse P was the first uh youtube channel i set up and i'm still trying to understand how to fully like portray
2: it so it's going through some changes right now but okay all right so adventures in fitness with jesse p i did get it uh but it's now fierce hearts right
5: yeah fierce hearts and there's a picture of the wolf man or the wolf thing that was on
2: my shirt at the place but you'll see a wolf that's me (laughs) <laughs> okay. Now, a couple – well, that, that's going to lead me to a couple other questions. Um,
6: first, before sure. I
2: ask about um, um, the Fierce Heart, uh, that has to do with the the wolf, right? The wolf man? Yeah, well, it's my, it's
5: my current YouTube channel, and it talks okay. about uh, the process I've been going through to build up to where I'm at uh, fitness-wise.
2: So. Okay, so in order to do that, you need a Fierce Heart, right?
5: Yeah. Well, I, I believe that in order to live your dreams, you need a fierce heart
2: because there's going to be so many
5: obstacles okay. along the way that you just can't give up.
2: Okay. And I know like, um, I don't know if this is a versus sect here, but, um, and, and of course if you were on, uh, well, Keith might've seen it. He, um, he's one of my many Facebook friends and um, sure. I, I showed my left knee was a little swollen. I don't know. Did you see that Keith or no? My, my left knee, uh, one who was a wrestler who's from a, a White Sox group, Chicago White Sox Pride and Passion, was thinking it could be a of sector. And I guess he needed um, – so
1: um, I,
2: I, I take a grappling class. I'm 58 years old. going to be 59, October 27th. But I take a grappling yeah. class that's submission wrestling, submission grappling, judo, jiu-jitsu. Yep. And when you do a lot of rolling around the mat, things happen, uh, sometimes accidentally, yep. and, and – Sometimes things, even if it isn't accidental, um, uh, you know, it's for some reason, and I also did a workout boot camp in addition, and when you do stuff like that, and if you play basketball, and if someone, you know, um, breaks your ankles, you know you know the term. So it was one of those three things. It could have been on the mat more than likely, but uh, this Mark Holbrook from Chicago White Sox Pride and Passion was thinking, him being a former wrestler, um, when you're on the mat, it could have been a burst of sectarian, which he had his knee Right, So, the, it's gone down. It's become more flexible. And my flexibility as um, a fellow classmate, Nick Duda, who uh, I used to attend the evenings, but I do noon. I, mean, I do noon to one Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday in St. Charles, Illinois. He does it out of his garage, but he also does the boxing wow. there and the weight training. So, um, I do a boxing class and a weight training one. Um, my He says he wants you to get bit stronger, not Arnold stronger, not not Chris uh who's that one guy, uh Ronnie, Ronnie, whatever his name, Ronnie Coleman. Not oh, like Ronnie that. Ronnie Coleman? But, yeah. yeah, not but or Chris Heats, whatever the guy's name is, uh, Phil Heats. But I mean functional strength. So I need to get stronger yeah. and I also get more flexible because this Nick Dudas said, um, if I ask what's my flexibility on a scale of zero to a hundred, he said it's a two, Glenn. And he's right. and So I do need to be more flexible. And um, I think I made strides, but I definitely – so you're right. You do need a fierce heart. You get a, you get a lot of obstacles. Now, tell us about the Wolfman nickname. And I guess everybody who fights the street thieves, everybody has to have a nickname. So why the Wolfman?
5: Yeah, you have ring names. Well, it was cool because we got to pick our own. You know, when you're part of a normal training camp, it usually it's like the nickname – is something someone else has that sticks. So okay. I just had that in my mind. It was an easy visual, you know. And I feel like I walk around pretty mild mannered, but when it comes to fighting, you know, I, it's like a whole different person. Oh, so I, okay. I was like that's the Wolfman, you know. That's my chance. So to it's like, like the, the, you know the
2: Wolfman. It's like yeah, I remember the the old Universal classic movies, and I think there was a movie about the Wolfman. There was one. What was yeah. it? Uh, uh, the the son of Frankenstein or whatever it was, the Wolfman made an appearance along with Dracula and a, a few others. But it's like, he's so mild mannered. And then it's like, when he begins to change and it's also like the incredible Hulk too, there's it, that change. And once he changes, he becomes uh, somewhat honorary So that's
6: um, great. Yeah. And you're
2: right when you, when you, when you do. And uh, in practice, this one guy, L l Perez, he's a banker for Chase Bank. But so it's like, when I do the side control, and I'm sure you're familiar with jiu-jitsu and other stuff too, yeah. Jesse, right? So yep. when I get in side control, it's like especially either the one or three moves or even the uh, the one, two, three, we do the up to up to nine, the one through nine, and there's some variations, additional ones. So like, you know, when you do the side one, you paint the ground. You've That's the number one one. And then there's the one um, near the pants where you, you push up, uh, you, you push the elbow forward and you push the hand hand uh, up toward toward the face, you know, and you get him yeah. to tap that way. So, so Al would go, you got to get nasty, Glenn. So, you know, like, you know, so you get the elbow um, firmly against the head like that in order to, you know, keep cool. it from moving. You know, you don't, you know, that him cool. in the head, but you know, you get it against his head. So um, you're right. You yeah. do have to have that um, mentality. You know, it's like off the mat, you know, you can be a uh, nicest guy and and you do have that indication of being nice off the mat. I, I saw your YouTube one, um, in which uh, you were calling out mouse or, you know, playing around with mouse, whatever it was, yeah. you were, and that was, that was very funny. Now, since you are in Milwaukee, you are from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, right? Yep. Yep. And of course it's that time of year when, um, um, definitely a, a certain trade was made and, uh why is the Glen happy other than uh, I'm not happy because I'm working, but Saturday I was much happier than now, you know, because uh was it Saturday or I, Saturday. I got word. Somebody messaged me a certain deal was made and you, you might've heard of that deal. It involves some number one draft picks. It involved, uh, I think there was, so you know what I'm talking about. So I am very happy. I'm well, definitely uh, six days from now. So, being in Milwaukee, the important question, you know where, where I'm going.
5: You're talking, you're talking about, like, what, sports like baseball or football or
2: something? That <laughs> What's that?
5: What you're, you're talking about, like, some sort of sport thing, right? Because I actually don't oh, know yeah, what you're yeah. about. I don't follow oh, sports okay. except, fighting, except fighting. Like, all I watch is fighting
2: sports. So the choose between the Bears or Packers? Are you there?
5: Well, I mean, yeah. Like I mean I'm I'm from here so, you know, I naturally have to say Packers, but I don't really <laughs> I'm not really like particularly following any of it because I just never it's not it's just not the thing I'm into is watching the sports besides fighting really. I know I'm probably bothering a lot of people by saying that but it's just the way I think. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, yeah. Uh kick it kicked me off. It, it kicked the host off, believe it or not. Maybe I asked the wrong question. So being in Milwaukee, uh, bears you obviously you would root for the uh, Bears or the Packers. You root for the Packers, right?
5: Yeah, if i well if I'm watching football I and I'm gonna root for somebody, yeah, it'd be the Packers. I mean from here. But oh. When when I watch a football game because I'm a fitness trainer and everything, I actually just yeah. focus on the athletic achievements of all the players. So like whoever does something okay. spectacular, I know noti- I notice it and I and I'm like, "Damn," you know? Whether it's whether it's home team or or away, I celebrate whoever does great athletic movements, honestly.
2: So Okay. Okay.
5: <laughs> now yeah, now you you
2: would agree you you would agree that Getting such a player, and I, and I did read, you know, I got a lot of time, 12 hours to spend on my hands at work, but I did read there was a um, Khalil Mack played against the Packers and Aaron Rodgers once. And there was a, he did yeah. a spin move that, um, I don't know if you were watching <laughs> the game at the time, but he yeah. did a spin move and he got Rodgers for an eight yard sack. So okay. um, that excited me a little bit. So, um, such a player, getting such a player, you know, should help the Bears' defense and perhaps help add, make the secondary better, too. I mean, because the additional pass yeah. rush. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know.
5: <laughs>
2: I'm okay. not a football All guy, right.
5: really. I mean, I just talk about fighting. Um, I'm willing to talk okay. about stretching, if you want, because I do with my clients. I'm willing to talk That's about right. food, health food, because I got tons of knowledge about that crap.
2: So, okay, that, and, and I can definitely use help. I can definitely use help because oh, sure. I've been trying to gain weight. I've been trying to work okay. on my flexibility too, and um, that—that's um, the perfect segue. Um, you know, uh, me uh, being in radio, I better know what a segue is. So you just make the perfect sure. segue. Sure. Uh, we're going to talk about maintenance and what led me to doing it. Okay. Uh, I don't—I don't know if we'll be able to call in tonight, but um, I think it was one of the fighters. Uh, it was—it was Johnny Cage Cruz. He said that. Um, when, when he was like when he was uh, punching, he notices that when he when he you know um, you definitely have to keep keep your 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 arms in when you punch, but you um, yep. you would use your shoulders forward, and he noticed his shoulders were hurting, so that led me to okay. uh, you know talk about maintenance tonight, and um, and, yeah. and and of course yeah. um, yesterday I donated red blood cells so. Uh, we were going to talk a oh, little yeah. bit and Keith, are you there? Are you there, Keith? Uh, or is Keith there? Or no, Keith, Keith. Um, I get I Oh, yeah. great. Great. Okay. And a little bit later, if we talk about maintenance, you know, and, and, and Jesse, you know, I'm 58, you're older yourself. So, and, yeah. and, and keep you're older also. So all three of us, and, and even if you're younger, as my, my, as my, um grappling instructor, boxing instructor, and weight training instructor would say, uh, especially about the knee, ice the knee, you know, take the frog for you. Uh, it has yeah. collagen and also protein. Protein, very important. So um, but we'll, do we'll you talk use about the, omega- the boxing stuff later. Oh. What's that? Right.
5: Uh, do you use Go an ahead. omega-3
2: supplement? One? That's a very good idea. I'll have to ask either. Neil Cerboni, my grappling instructor, boxing and weight trainer, or Don Zorbis, the workout boot camp. So, are there omega-3 supplements? And in addition to collagen, um, how beneficial will that be? Well,
5: I, I totally, I mean, I recommend flaxseed oil to people that are training hard, kind of like athletes. That's the thing that keeps knee pain away. Other people prefer fish oil, but, I mean, either of those, I so- think, become necessary, especially as you get older. Uh, okay, so, so in, in addition well. to
2: collagen, yeah. like frog fuel, you you say flaxseed oil or um or, or the other oil? I mean for like an is omega fish three, oil.
5: the
2: so fish oil. You
5: need omega three from something,
2: and flaxseed oil is what I use. Some people prefer fish oil. So, so in addition to the collagen, I can take too. that. Okay, in addition to the collagen, um, how how you know in addition to the collagen and stuff, how will that help in regards to maintenance? in regards to the energy, in, in addition to the flexibility.
5: Seed oil or, like, any omega-3 supplement is more important than collagen because you get, you get amino acids from the foods you eat, and those can be turned into, you know, your tissue, even if it's, even if it's connective tissue. But if you, you, if you don't consume the appropriate amount of omega-3, your body doesn't create that. So you just start to age faster, I've noticed. Like I get knee okay. pain if I don't have if I don't have it for like 4 or 5 days. I get knee pain. As soon as I start taking flax oil or fish oil, the knee pain goes away. I mean, it's it's weird. But that helps me train harder as an older person
2: too, you know. Okay, so, so can you take collagen in addition or or one of yeah. the Yeah.
5: Yeah, you can take collagen in addition cuz that's just more amino acid,
2: you know, of the type
5: that you're trying to restore in your body. That's cool. But all I'm saying is that the body can create those kinds of amino acids through food, but they can't create omega-3s, and that's why I find it to be more important to recommend.
2: Okay, I will. I will definitely do that tomorrow. So, so flaxseed oil. If anybody is listening, um, Jesse Peterson, my guest, Fierce Heart, is his new. YouTube channel and um, I'll try to remember all of the blogs. It's been two weeks since I did my last show. And keep on is running the board. Five one six three at seven one nine four one. Five one six three seven nineteen forty one Street Beeps. What's good with Glenn? Street Beeps, Buck Up or Shut Up. So about a hundred twenty minute journey at health, fitness, nutrition and training, and of course other stuff and few surprises along the way. And um, uh, be a good time to do the shows. Jason's show is starting next week. Jason Cuban um, with, you know, Street Beats, Fight Talk Live. He mentioned it. So if you wanted to uh, be on that show and also, what could it be? Trivia Challenge. That's next week. And then, Keith, um, will your show be back up on the air on Wednesday?
4: Yes, it will be uh, Wednesday. Uh, It will be. um, And I I had two weeks of preparation, Unfortunately, I had an emergency I had to take care of. But um, we will be up and running Wednesday, 630. Okay.
2: And so um so it'll be strictly like training or stuff in addition to MMA and stuff, right?
4: Yeah. Well, actually, this um, week, uh, I'm actually um, going to speak about the um, the Russian takeover. So that that's it'll going be to be the Russian topic takeover too. in the UFC, like Khabib? And And yeah, also so boxing, like too. That- and I'm going to I'm going to go into the boxing with the Clisco brothers and Ivan Drago with Rocky and the whole Putin. in and I'm 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 gonna it, it should be good it should be real good. Ooh, we're well, looking forward to that. Definitely
2: looking forward to that. I'll listen to that before I I head to church. And um, I, I talked to Austin. He's going to try to do it, but I guess he's been having issues. But uh, once he gets it back up in the air, the WTF show. And um, as I I, um, messaged Austin Singletary, the Wild Whitey, definitely looking forward to that being on the air. And then also, um, you know, um, and and Kevin is working through some stuff, but I'm sure he's going to be back on the air. The the Wild Chauffeur, uh, K-Dog's Corner, that's Saturday. And then so, um, and there's the YouTube channels, Fierce Heart for Jesse Peterson. Um, There's Street Beefs, uh, Street Beefs, Fights, Street Beavs uh, News, Street Beefs News with Fuego Banks, right? So I think there's two different Street Beavs News, right? And then Omar Hader, uh, you know, the Iraqi assassin, his, uh, he no longer has the Iraqi assassin. Instead, it's Street Beavs goPro Pro. And then um, they might be able to uh, call up themselves. Uh, J.B. Brooks, Trayvon Rodriguez, and, and Big Benny, big Frank, um, you know, with the TNT reactions, that's T, underscore T, uh, all, all uppercase for the T and the T, and then the reactions. And then uh, also there's um, Joel Littleton, that's um, the White Dragon com- combative. And then also we have the um, Mighty Mouse, you know, street thieves. Uh, also, uh, Fuego Banks is straight news. That's S T S T R with the number eight, and then news, I see Mike, hard to hurt, hard with the number two, not T-W-O, and then hurt. And then um, that, that's just that's just uh, some of the channels. I think I, I know I might be missing one or two. but uh, and, and then I think I want to say the Wild Whitey has his own. Austin Singletary, Wild Whitey, has his channel. And um, also Ellen Stevenson. I don't know if he has it anymore. It says he doesn't. But um is that's all the channels guys, right? Are
4: you there? I think so. Yeah. No no I'm, I'm okay. still here, yeah. But yeah, I, I have it on mute so it won't be any feedback on my end, so that's why. Okay, alright.
2: So uh and are you still there, Chess P?
4: Yeah.
2: Okay. I, I of course I try to do this as a service, you know, um for the different shows and, and the different YouTube vlogs. And that um, so so that those that are listening, and we go into many different countries. I think it's like twenty-something countries. So that you know everybody and, and the new subscribers can definitely um, uh, tab at the rose and then sunshine uh, Trask uh, who, who called I guess two weeks ago. Sunshine did so that, that um, definitely the new subscribers, anybody subscribing, can show everybody you know uh, love. Because um and we get a lot from these different youtube ones, so we were talking we were talking about flaxseed oil and fish oil omega threes and that's the in- importance and then so um so in, in addition to taking that in addition to so like stretching, what would you recommend for stretching Because that's a very crucial part too you have a hard workout
5: sure um well I think uh the way that I normally do it with clients is we begin, you begin the uh, workout session doing a dynamic flexibility thing. Like you rotate your arms and swing them across your chest and do side bends and stuff like that, that, that warms you up and it gives you, it sort of stretches you out. But really, if you want to improve your flexibility permanently, you need to do static stretching when your body is warmed up. So like, if you spend some time working out, pumping iron, or even just, like, walking on the treadmill and you're nice and warm, okay. that's when you'll do, that's when you'll, like, sit on the ground in, like, a straddle position and, and, like, reach to one side and hold it for 20 seconds and switch like that. So, like, in a straddle position
2: you can, or that?
5: Yeah, you can do that. I mean, there's a lot of different things. Like, if you lay on your back and you have a towel, you can wrap it, you know, like, loop it over your foot and use your arms to pull your straight leg towards you stretch your hamstrings things like that um so okay. there's a variety of things you can do you can also roll out with uh with like the foam rollers or or a pvc tube that gets the kinks out and kind of improves the blood flow and stuff
2: so the pvc um, tube so, yeah. and what's the other one the the palm the, um, the, the foam, fo- rollers, foam you said?
5: roller yeah yeah most people and, and that's an awfully great
2: rollers. um that's an awfully great one too uh the foam rollers the the p c t so tell- tell us about the p c p tube
5: well, okay, so like you know a foam roller is like a cylinder of foam and they usually charge thirty bucks for it, but if you're not sure. overly sensitive you can you can go to menard uh you can go to like Home Depot or Menards or whatever you got by you, and you can buy a piece of p v p tube for like seven dollars for the same you know a fact. You can use that to roll out your legs too, but it's harder because it's plastic. So not everyone okay. can do that, but I I like it. PVC. Okay. Two. There's
2: one I I have. I actually have in my I have one that's a hand one that I can roll across my body. Um, there's a guy who rolls with us, Mark Henry, uh, and this is a smaller one, but um, he was a, a former security guard for the Chicago White Sox, section 134. He quit right before the 2005 season when they won the World Series. He was also a state um, a state police officer because he was mentioning that he stopped Stan Makita I think, um, once. Uh, he stopped Reggie Fleming, a former another former Blackhawk, and he stopped uh, Keith Magnuson um, a couple times. The second time, you know, it's like, oh, you stopped Reggie Fleming, so the guy wanted his autograph, so he stopped him a second time. Okay. It's like, uh, you know, I hope every. Uh, so, sorry for stopping you again, but um, my roommate of mine it was his roommate. Wanted an autograph, so um, so he said sure. So he stopped. He um, you know he signed the autograph. Real cool, Reggie Fleming, a, a former tough guy in the Blackhawks. He played in the 60s. Played with the Chicago Cougars in the WHA. So uh, so he's definitely and, and of course you know Keith Magnuson. Uh, there was one time a famous story about I'll be real, real quick about this. He was uh, Bob Verde had to bail him out. He was at a party. He liked his ale. And I guess they were playing strip poker. So he went through the, huh. uh, the toll booth, I guess, um, in his birthday suit. So he got a call, huh. Bob bird. He did. You, you, you gotta be, you gotta be, um, there's someone, you know, you, uh, Keith Magnuson, you know, so he bailed him out. But, um, so, and of course he was killed in that car crash with Rob Ramage, I think was driving, but, um, so sad about alcohol and that. And we can, another topic about that. But, um, but um, there's this thing I have. It's called the stick, and it's 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 like won 18 awards. I got it at it's like 18, 15 to 20 dollars. I got it at, at Dick's Sporting Goods. Have you heard of that? And yeah. that has helped me a little bit also. But I need more than the stick. And then Mark was able to like I think my arm, I, as I said, it was Mark because um, it, it was like I think he did the the, uh, the number one move, the paint the ground one. Um, you know, you 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 push it forward yeah, you're and, and get, the you're elbow back.
5: About, like yeah you're talking about yeah. like the Americana or the key lock or whatever
2: Americana a key lock yeah yeah and so and so after that it's like you know so he kind of rubbed the arm a certain way you you rub it like right around the elbow area, and that helps also so i've been when, whenever whenever it hurts, I've been doing that also, yeah. and uh you know so rubbing that, rubbing the knee, it's like um one time I got a massage, and i also i i i memorized all all the ways and and when I've tried it, that's helped also. But there there are other yep. things, so in case it's swollen like that um are you a big fan of icing? Are you a big fan of the heating pad or or what are you which is the one which one do you prefer?
5: Well, if you have inflammation, then ice is very useful because it's supposed to reduce the inflammation right um so yeah, I use ice, and i don't i I'm kind of lazy when it comes to that stuff uh I've found that, you know, you use some ice, and then I just sort of keep – I just limit the range of motion that I have the limb in or whatever until it heals. But I never use okay. pain relievers. Be- I never use pain relievers because then you'll do things that continue to injure the area. But if you have pain, then you know the limitations of the area.
2: When you say so. pain relievers, like ointments or stuff or what?
5: No, I'm talking about, like, ibuprofen or acetaminophen. Like, they tell you to use anti-inflammatories, and that's fine, but you can't use them, and then, you know, the pain of the injury helps you determine what you can use it for while it's healing, you know? So I avoid pain relievers, anti-inflammatories. I just use ice, and I've been doing this. So use ice and everything.
2: What about uh, a heating pad? A heating pad? When would you use
5: that? I use ac I use acupressure. I never use heating pads. I use acupressure. So like if there is an injured joint area or whatever over the days, you can. It's just like using the lacrosse ball, the massage. You kind of just feel around with your fingers until you find the real like sensitive or sore areas, and you can kind of like apply pressure there directly, and that that actually helps loosen it up a bit and. You know, over the days, it, it
2: just—that's how you recover. Should well. the area be the elevated when when you're doing it? Because, um, you know, it's it's yeah. maybe a little sore now. I had to do some walking earlier, but I, I I'm doing it right now. So you take your finger. Talking about
5: your ankle? You are talking about your ankle? No, about my you're my knee
2: my knee my knee, knee, my knee, my knee.
5: Yeah, sure. I mean, you can elevate it. You can put some ice on there. It sounds like you—any of this injury just happened then?
2: I wanna like say I might have had or... it for two or three weeks 'cause I when I really oh. noticed it, uh my my knees started it I, I might have done something in class and I stopped at a uh a, a, a C's, you know, the pizza you know, they have the uh the pizza and stuff, you know, C C's uh restaurant. And I was there with my grandpa mm-hmm. instructor and his son and I and then it was after they left and then um suddenly my knees started buckling. So uh, and then at class, he had noticed that, wow, your knee has swollen up. So the swelling has gone down. It's still a little sore. You know, there's like a, a yeah. little move I like to do, uh, sideways and then a backward. There's like yeah. a workout boot camp class where there's like, they would put a, a strand, uh, sideways. I mean, you, you would jump over sideways or, you know, and you're you yeah. in hop on one foot, but I'm not able to do it. So, uh, once I get the swelling down, will um, well, I probably need to be- build build the knee back up again?
5: It's not uncommon to get connective tissue injuries when you're grappling. Uh, you might have a torn whatever, you know, like ligament or something. So you don't know that it's the bursa. It, it doesn't sound like it's, the, it's any sort of muscle because it's right up in the joint. So it might take... But it like, is sw- It was anxiety. swollen. Yeah. So you're it saying will, it could it be torn? It might take a really long time. It, it might take... It, you should have, I mean, you should have a healthcare professional do whatever they do to it, like, investigate okay. or some sort of, like, athletic, you know, healthcare professional because, I mean, that, that that stuff happens. Like, grappling is fun, and I recommend that everyone do it. However, I can't even practice wrestling anymore. I have a neck injury from, you know, a real rough jiu-jitsu partner. That, that has, that's still with me. If the people hang on my neck too much... I get some real severe consequences sure. from that. So and the older I got,
2: the And, and the I gotta admit the, the partner the partner Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, I gotta admit my partner was a little bit rough. Um, El Perez, he's like yeah, two hundred and thirty two pounds. And so he did one move we would we would do like open rolling, I guess to uh uh to the depth, like um you know, until you know, one yeah, submits the other. Out. And he did a move, yeah. it was like a flying guillotine. It's like he lifted me up <laughs> off the ground and then just um, uh, so yeah. after he did the move, I was like, you know, like I'm trying to think nine to five, the Lily Tomlin dream with the, with the, the yeah. birdies and stuff like that, you know, or, you know, <laughs> or like in, in Looney Tunes, I was kind of seeing that. I was like, and then yeah, this yeah. one girl, Ingrid, who's a, a Facebook friend, she was in the, this is when we were at Ion nutrition. We were, uh, he, he sold this place and then now he does it out of his garage in St. Charles, but this was in sure. Greenwood. So Ingrid was watching. And she was going, Glenn, are you okay? And then it's like uh, and and then it's um I'm looking up and I'm wondering, What the heck just happened to me? And so he was a little oh, bit man. rough. And and so well, how, you know how and much that's do you what Neil weigh? would say to how me. Much you well, right now I weigh yeah, one eighty at the time, it might have been like right around one hundred seventy at the time.
5: Yeah, so you are so significantly up smaller time. than that man too, man
2: yeah yeah and so um and that's what neil says that and, and he, i would try to do certain things or i would try to like be and he says you know the importance of glenn be a good and, and he scolded. He scolded l for it and there was like some other stuff oh. you know um you know and and same thing with jake uh they both tend to be as he would say assholes you know but um uh, you know <laughs> and so the importance i one thing i've learned from neil about mark henry who is you know? Mark is a very good workout partner. I mean, you know, a grappling partner. And, and you said your, your partner was a little bit rough. That's where you need to be a good partner, and don't you think that's important too? I mean, that's how yeah it's going to learn, and it's going to help prevent injuries, right? Yeah.
5: Oh yeah. I've just I just actually um, have been complaining about this. I made a whole video about head injuries in combat sports. That was uh, yeah. the second from last. I just. So, maybe you watch that. And there's a whole culture of uh, training too hard where you're actually fighting instead of sparring and in grappling, sure. people don't always recognize the uh, the leverage they have and stuff or they move really fast. and that I mean yeah, exactly. I was in the camp that I in the camp that I trained cage fighting in, I started just tapping out before they even got the leg lock in for instance. Exactly,
2: exactly and that's the same thing with the armbar, that's my weakness
5: Yeah, yeah. So, and, and and I was strapped, I, I had someone in a triangle choke and he was pretty, he was taller than me and a pretty strong young man and he just exploded mm-hmm. forward and it like bent me in half, like my neck it folded it, it wow. my torso over my face basically and that created Ouch. probably some sort of disc issue, I never actually even had it looked at, but it took a couple of years, but it just worsened, you know, like when I was trying to read and look down, it hurt. And I had to spend a long time and get a lot of massages to get that sorted out. But I still can't, it's
2: and still and that's injured. What you says. know, I can't
5: correct this wrestling. So
2: and, and that's, that's what Dio says. It. If you do the movement, especially if we're learning a new movement or that, he says, and do it slowly. You don't want to do it too yeah. fast. And I would have a tendency to do that also. So it's like, you know, again, and, and um, I think Christopher Wilmore, he had one, I think it was yesterday, and it was about Al Dioplo, great guy, but he only knows one yeah. speed. Yeah. And,
5: yeah. Uh, and
2: and so and then when when people would go fast like him, he just goes, you will go oh, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't understand or 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 whatever. And so, yeah. but he, you know, you got to look. If you go through a move, if you're like just again, you know, if, after after your instructor shows you and you and you do a move you're going to have to you know, do it slowly because if you do it too fast yeah. and then it's like, you know, someone gets hurt.
5: Yeah. Well, there's, if, and, and as you get more advanced, you can Im- improve the speed with like a certain understanding that certain techniques are going to be controlled better. Like when I'm boxing people, I can throw an overhand right as well as anybody, but I never throw mm-hmm. it because if you do it correctly, you throw it so fast that, that you set it up and you throw it so fast that the other person can't catch it. And if they get hit by that, there's no way to control it because you're already throwing it fast. So you just yep. will hurt and you can't take it with, back.
2: With the you can't take it back.
5: Yeah, so I, so I never throw that when I'm sparring except real slow just so that, like, my clients or whatever gets used to the idea of it. But I never throw for real. But if I'm fighting someone taller in, in the yard, let's say, where it's a real fight and we've agreed to it, well, man, I'm going to mm-hmm. throw that technique if I can get it. Hell yeah.
2: You know? Oh, yeah, because so it's all, it all fair time. and love and war. All yeah, fair, love and war. And, yep.
5: Well, so that's and, 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 and people and, should do that with jujitsu too. But there's a lot of pride and there's a lot of youthful aggression and there's all sorts of weird energies exactly. coming in with the fighters and you got to deal with that. I don't
2: know. Hard. But, yeah.
5: And,
2: and also, don't you got to know your partner, partner too? <laughs> don't, don't, yeah. don't you got to know your partner? Once you know your partner, you know what he can take. You know when he can yeah. tap, when he's going to tap. So you get a feeling for it.
5: Yep.
4: Can okay, I get into That's this idea. one real quick? Yeah. Sure. Definitely, keep, um <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I, 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 yeah. I said I was gonna. I was gonna stay quiet, but I'm like, oh, I gotta say something. Uh, <laughs> I totally. Agree yeah. Feel listening. free to,
2: because it's, it's it's only a two way conversation, and and you're so feel free to say whatever you want.
4: Um, but I also think that there has to be a balance. I think Glenn was just just touching on that, because what it is, I'm gonna give an example of. Um, G I forget what UFC it was but it was GSP George St. Pierre versus Dan Hardy and um he had right. Dan Hardy in a submission and um basically long story short of course GSP won the fight but Dan Hardy got out of got out of submission the British fighter Dan Hardy and um well, after the fight uh, GSP was very, per, you know, perplexed about like why didn't it work? I had the submission, I had it locked, you know. What, you know, he was real confused, and there's actually a video of him like asking questions about it. And basically, what it was because he was so used in training, not going that extra, so he he wasn't used to someone resisting to the point of where he was not able to go, and so where he should have won the fight. Great point. Dan Hardy, you know, was able was, was prepared to go that extra, and he got out of the move. Of course, the end, end result was uh, GSP still won. But you have to find that balance. I feel when, when that's you know that's what the conversation is about with your partners and what to do and what not to do. Because you said with the overhand, you know, it would be unfortunate is that you it messes up your timing overall when to do that overhand because you're so used to holding back that technique. So it's kind of yeah. like you've got to find a perfect middle ground. And it's it's just one of those things with practice, experience, training partners, getting to know them, they're getting to know you. But it's a, it's a real tricky thing because sometimes you don't want to go too hard, like Shootbox Academy from Brazil, and then you don't want to go too soft to be in that GSP type of mindset. So it, it it's tough, but that's what a good camp and a good team is about. Great point. Yeah, great you're point. right. And, and, uh, yeah.
2: and
3: on
4: that note,
2: um, and, and Jesse, you can hang around, right? Because um, we gotta, we got to pay some bills. So, um, you know, um, okay. Jesse P on. Uh, Keep on. And this is Glenn. Right. Beeps. What's good with Glenn? Street beeps, buck up or shut up. Um, I think we still have um, Look at Vibrant. And we also have the CTFO, uh, Changing the Future CB Oils. So you can find those and probably play a Fat Cat Computers and then, you know, a couple commercials, okay?
4: All right. Roger that. All right. Go to commercial now. No doubt
6: by now you have heard about CBD oil and what it can do for you. Or you may not know anything about CBD oil. Well, PTFO is just for you. not just it also has a whole product line for health, pain, and nutrition. There are products for anxiety, depression, sleep, weight loss, and focus, just to name a few. They have a line for pets who suffer from seizures and anxiety as well. TTFO, Changing the Future outcome, is committed to having the highest quality, lowest priced products on the market. Want to learn more about TTFO? Head on over to www.timesurl.com slash Adidas Runner, that's A-D-I-D-A-S-R-U-N-R. Get with CTFO www.hydr.com slash Adidas Runner, Fat Cat Computers of Harrisonburg is celebrating our 20th year in business. Now under new management, we offer repairs, sales, vape mods, electronic toys, and more. Fat Cat Computers, 726 East Market Street, 540 or on the web at fatcatpcs.com. At Fat Cat Computers, we're not number one, you are. Street East Internet Radio brings you the latest in training and nutrition tips from Glenn Brophy. Check out What's Good with Glenn on Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern. 7 p.m. Central, right here on StreetBeatBikes.com. fuck up or shut up. Spend your Saturday evenings with the wild chauffeur, K-Dog, Kevin Davis on K-Dog's Corner, right here on StreetBeatBikes.com. Fight Talk Live, www.StreetBeatBikes.com. Love up or shut up.
0: Introducing lookingvibrant.com, fuel your body and mind for success. We've started this company after being customers of other brands for many years, frustrated with supplements that are full of synthetic ingredients, chemicals, and cheap Chinese ingredients. Thus, as concerned citizens, we've used our frustration as fuel to start this company after several years learning about nutrition, FDA regulation, and connecting with nutritional gurus like Dr. Tracy Gibbs and many others, until we launched in 2016. We've just completed the development of four liposomal products with a PhD specializing in phospholipids that delivers more than 90% of the nutrients directly to the bloodstream, according to Dr. Alec Bannum at the Babram Institute in Cambridge, UK. We use no pressure, no toxic solvents, and no heat in our manufacturing process. No MSG, EDTA-free, unlike LiveOn.com that add alcohol, EDTA, and use phospholipid from soy. All our liposomal products are derived from non g certified sunflower oil from Europe and all our flavors are 100% natural plant extracts only from the USA. All looking vibrant products are undenatured BPA free packaging, gluten free, soy free, alcohol free EDTA free, made in the US with GMP, FDA approved facilities only, never with artificial sweeteners flavors or colors added, never irradiated or fumigated with ethylene gas. We're rated number one by supplementchart.com. Dr. Joel Wallach said, when we sweat We sweat over 65 water-soluble nutrients. Dr. Oz said, taking high-quality supplements is like buying a cheap life insurance. Replenish, refuel, and energize with lookingvibrant.com. Free shipping for orders over $50. This product has not been evaluated by the FDA. Please consult your physician before using any supplements. Read full disclaimer.
6: My name is Devin Eldred, and I'm a freelance graphic designer and photographer. My goal is to help establish your brand name one pixel at a time. For business inquiries, feel free to contact me at 540 560 7624. Thank you.
3: Is your computer running slow, freezing up, or full of viruses? In other words, do you no longer have enough room to get it up to 88 miles per hour? You better bring it into the dock. Comstar Computers in Harrisonburg will have your flux capacitor back up and fluxing in no time. They have the cheapest rates guaranteed, and they honor any competitor's coupons. And best of all, they offer free PC tune-ups. Come by or give them a call. And stop trying to generate the 1.21 gigawatts needed to check your email. Comstar Computers at 91
2: North Main Street in Harrisonburg. 540-564-1671. At Comstar, they're
6: not number one. You are okay. Are we back? The professor is in, and classes started at the University of Higher Learning with Keith Law. Join us Wednesdays at six thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time on dot com. Okay, are we back? <laughs> uh,
2: th- this is Glenn, Glenn Joseph-Rofi, Street Beeps, What's Good with Glenn, Street Beeps Buck Up or Shut Up. Got Keith Pawn and Jesse P., You are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Great, great. Now, uh, the next thing I wanted to touch on is uh, yesterday I donated red blood cells, and uh, you, you know you know how you get, like, it goes the distance at Street beeps, You're wondering, what does this have to do with giving red blood cells, Glenn? Uh, when you go the distance, and you're waiting for the judges, and you're wondering if I if I if I would have done this, if I would have done that, um, and and you were in a couple, you were in one of those, right, Jesse P. We uh, yep. go in the distance, and and the, uh, um, you know obviously the judge decided one way or the other. So when you donate red blood cells, and this is what the American Red Cross now at LifeSource they call it the Alex donations, they say your iron has to be thirteen point one percent or higher, and with the American Red Cross. It's like 13.3%. If you're 13.2%, uh, 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 that won't cut it. You can donate whole blood. You just can't donate uh, red blood cells. So I was nervous. I, I got it to go, but I went to Omega. I got my, um uh, what was it? The the beef liver with bacon. And then uh, I had some type of spinach. Um, the day before when I had my blue cheese steak and, and a chocolate milkshake uh, at a place in, I was in Illinois. And then I had some spinach uh, spinach souffle uh, the night before at work, which uh, I'm at now uh, third consecutive 12-hour shifts. So when I donated red blood cells, and um, I did have to go to the washroom before I donate because I was very very nervous. And then, um, but I, I found out my temperature was 97.7, pulse was either 68 or 70, blood pressure 126 over 84, and 13.3. I blew through it, and then some 16.3. And I was taking iron tablets, too, taking total cereal. So I did it. And what helped ease my um, tension, and, of course, Keith knows how much I I love hoop earrings on a lady. So the person, um, her mom and dad were were on vacation somewhere. Um, You know, they were, um, so, you know, um, Jeff and Janet Jones. So Jackie Jones, um, and she tried to donate later on, but she was in Guatemala the week before our church. I'm member of the Chicago Church of Christ, the Midpoint region. And so, um, you know, she was doing um, – we have a charitable arm of the church, Hope Worldwide, it does stuff. They do um, disaster relief things, and there was like a volcanic eruption in Guatemala. And uh, and so um, she has a psychology and sociology degree, so uh, she was um, there as a counselor and um, doing her best. Um, she was able to at least temporarily – you know, ease their pain. So um, hopefully, hopefully their their pain is eased a um, a lot more. But so she was there, and so because she was in Guatemala, they wouldn't let her donate whole blood. And so, um, so I donated uh, the red blood cells. That's twice the amount of of of, uh, of, uh, of whole blood. And so mine took a little longer. And so the the two people and I was hoping they would call with the American Red Cross. So the um, we were talking about, you know, sports in general. We were talking about the Khalil Mack deal with the Bears. We got on the subject of boxing, and we got on the subject of MMA. And so, uh, matter of fact, the person that was taking my, my red blood cells, uh, uh, it, it's it's through a process, and then they, they take out your platelets first, and then they take your red blood cells and put your platelets back in, the exact opposite of what they do for platelets. Yeah. So we were talking about the heavyweight division in boxing and correct me if I'm wrong, Jesse P. Or and, and your forte is boxing more so, Keith. It, all, all sorts of mixed martial arts, including boxing. And would I be correct? Are there like three people who hold the four belts in the heavyweight division? Am I correct?
5: I'm not sure currently the, uh, the whole current lineup of
2: things in the boxing world. So.
4: Do you mean hold four currently
2: yeah, currently
4: because i don't think to I don't my, think um Anthony Joshua holds all the belts, does he? No, I don't think he's undisputed no i i uh, I haven't followed boxing on the heavyweight for a while. to my knowledge, there are several organizations, i think like five or six organizations within boxing that have their own I different. Sport. there's the w b o there's the w b a uh, the
2: WBC, so you got the World Boxing Association, the World Boxing yeah. Organization, the World Boxing Council, and the IBF, the International Boxing Federation. I don't think it's unified. Um, yeah, and, and so he was upset, and, and his partner was too. Like they need to unify the belts. And I guess I think Deontay Wilder isn't he? Him and Tyson Fury uh, supposed to go at
4: it. That that's the rumor. Yes, that's the that's that's the fight and, that and and the big big question, you know, his last couple of fights, not exactly
2: like the Klitschko fights, where he even did a little, uh, you know, uh, a little like, um, uh, you know, the rope a with there in, in the Klitschko fight. They showed him, you know, a little rope a there in the corner. So, but the question is, which Tyson Fury is going to show up? But he thinks Tyson Fury, especially if he beats, um, you know, Wilder, Uh, Deontay Wilder, if he beats him, you know, uh, then look out. He thinks that he's the next big thing, but my question, which Tyson Fury is going to show up?
4: Right? I mean, I personally, and this is just my own personal opinion, I don't think the heavyweight division is what it used to back in the Tyson era anyway, and and I think... Yes, the same thing with the UFC. And then not to not to take it off for boxing, but you know you gotta look at uh, Stepe. Stepe made history by winning three title fights as heavyweight, so that's kind of like telling you something how easily the division switches hands. And the same thing with boxing. I mean, to go a long amount of time being undefeated against top rated individuals it's few and far between. Now, you know, even when Tyson yeah. did it, it was you know a, a rare thing. So. Now it's even it's even more so, you know. So I say Tyson. Thing. Yeah, I go before I, Tyson. I mean,
2: um, what, back when Ali, Frazier, Norton, Foreman, that was that that heavyweight division in the seventies was the most stacked division I've ever seen in boxing.
4: I agree.
2: I agree. Yeah, most people. I mean,
5: agree.
2: <laughs> you look at Shavers. You look at Lyle, Joe Bugner was it bad? I mean, he took he took, I think, uh, Ali to the distance twice, I think, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, to me, saying anyone in the heavyweight division is the next big thing is too far-fetched for anyone, (laughs) simply because it's the heavyweight, so it's not what it used to be. So, to say like, oh, this one is the next big thing in heavyweight, like, no. One punch, the next big thing was yesterday's news, so you know, and that's just my personal opinion. But he was saying.
3: And don't you guys agree?
2: They need to unify the belts, right? ASAP.
4: If they can be unified, can a person stay champion long enough to unify it? You know, and that's the thing. I mean, it's different so, when you deal with the with the smaller weight classes, you know. And but it's always been well, not always been like that, but it's been like that with heavyweight for a while. You know, it, it's been that way, and it's because it's the big boys. Anything can happen. Like I said, the same makes martial arts. It's history because you won three title fights. The longest has been two. You know, no one has ever made three in, like, the 25 years of, of you know, of the UFC. Come on. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. The best way. What do you guys in- think of Joshua? What do you guys think of Joshua? Can he be that
2: guy that unified the decision, or you're not sure?
4: I'm not sure. I, he has a lot of holes in this game. He has great potential, but um, I'm not all big on potential. Yeah. Potential means nothing if it's not utilized. So, yeah.
2: Okay. Good point.
4: Fair enough. All right. And, and they were also
2: talking about, um, and he, um, I think, well, at least one of them uh, who was drawing my, my red blood cells thinks that this is going to be another draw, like the first one, setting up a third fight. And I I think I might have mentioned it in the – did I mention it in in the the thing? Or I I might not have because I created my show last week. A couple people, and I think he's been cleared again. He's no longer – he's off – his little suspension has ended, whatever. Uh, Canelo Alvarez and Triple G, Gennady Galatkin. And um, he was thinking it could be another draw,
4: that fight. Setting up a third fight, of course. We already know who won the first. We know who won that fight. Triple G won that fight. Triple G won that fight. We we know that. Um, we we know that. But it, it's boxing, and, and 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 boxing like it's always been. It's it's a money game. Um, boxing is actually sure. losing money. They're losing money. What I mean as um, they're losing money as with pay per view buys and draws. There's no more. So they mayhem. draw to help set up the second fight,
2: and just as yeah. if they draw again, that would be to well, set up the third it's fight. It's just
5: a joke setting these fights up is, is like it's so easy to see through their
4: motivations and the fighters don't exactly. even,
5: you know, they don't fight hard enough because they don't care. They're already rich.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wow. So.
5: No, it's true, man. Like, boxing, like, like when they did the whole Mayweather versus Pacquiao fight and they, like, tapped away at each other and shit, And come on. Uh, when you look yeah. back at Mayweather's history, you see the fierce competitor – but as he gets older, he doesn't need to be. I mean, he's still fast and everything, but
2: no one needs to be uh, anything. Um, he kept thinking that, uh, what was it, Pacquiao, oh, he, he should do testing within a week of the fight, which is, uh, I forget, how, it was very close to the fight, so he didn't want to agree to it. He was suspected of, of drug use or whatever, and I don't he think worked. there's been a history of that with Pacquiao. And so, again, trying to delay it until Pacquiao is much older where uh, Mayweather wouldn't have to exert
4: as much energy. Go ahead. I, I am. A, I, at the time, was a huge Pacquiao fan. Okay, you guys are fighters. Uh, Jesse, you're a fighter. You know about combat sports, health and medicine and yes. everything. And I'm going to tell you this. In the history of fighting, okay, to okay, my knowledge, if I'm wrong, correct me. In the, in the history of fighting, to my knowledge, one thing I'm is sorry, you get older. my phone is not picking up. Okay, can you hear me?
5: I got you now. Oh hello?
4: Okay, yeah. yeah I can hear you, I can hear you. That you never lose his strength. Mike Tyson at forty something years old, almost fifty, still has power. He still has power. Sure. You lose speed, you get slower, but you don't lose power. How the hell does Pacquiao start off knocking everyone out, goes higher, <laughs> can't knock people yeah. out anymore right after When they talk about the steroid allegations, now he's getting knocked out, you know, and that to me was an indication of like, how can you not? Why can't you knock out people anymore? If you have punching power, George Foreman was knocking people out as an old man, slow as hell, slower than when he was in his prime, sir. But still. Knocking people out effortlessly, so that that's one indication to me that yeah, you were on some type of substance or something that altered your game. Because he was doing it. You think he was? He was doing something. Yes, it's not a doubt in my mind, and I'm I'm not a doubt in my mind. He was doing something because you don't lose that. You don't lose power. No, who if you're a power puncher, you're always a power puncher. I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Jesse. If I'm right or wrong on that, I don't know. What's that? Am I He's right and, or wrong on
2: that? Like, Pacquiao lost punching power, and that's why um, Keith um, is suspecting that he could have been on something.
5: Yeah, I mean that's, that's potentially. I don't. I'm not sure. I didn't actually follow the whole his whole allegations and everything. I didn't. I hadn't heard about that. And and he yes, but he was powerful and he was knocking people out and like, and, and like making people look bad, like Cotto or whatever, he got involved you know.
2: <laughs> yep.
5: Um, but, I mean, I also think people just don't try as hard as they go when they're already making money. It's just not worth the risk. So. And, like, that whole thing with Mayweather and uh, what's his name? <laughs> I, I don't know why. I forget people's names very easily. But from the USC? You Conor know, McGregor, not McGregor, McGregor? Yeah, like, like, I want to get I mean, to that love, one next. I, I want to get to that, that one next. I, I wanted to see it because I wanted to see McGregor get beat up, but, like, I couldn't believe <laughs> people thought he wouldn't. <laughs> you know, like this. So, I, was for, for you yeah, I, I was going for
4: McGregor. I was going for McGregor for the first four to five rounds. And the reason why, because I so thought he, he would win. the fifth 20. round, or, I mean, when he gets,
2: when yeah. he, once he gets past the seventh or eighth round, because the longest – he's ever gone if it ever went the distance with McGregor has been twenty five minutes. You go to the yeah. ninth round, you're ready to pass yeah. what the, the longest yeah. if you go five, five minute rounds. And then the tenth round, you know, and the fast start, obviously you gotta pace yourself. It's 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 uh it, it's a marathon, not a race. But I mean, you know, so it's you know and again by well, the, yeah, the box
5: thing is pure boxing is a totally different conditioning than MMA. And way different. The guy that's been doing way it his different. whole life is going to beat the guy that just started doing it.
4: Yeah, way <laughs> different. Much. But he did well. He showed that he does have basic boxing ability, which I was really yeah. impressed. I was really impressed. He did, he did a lot of things that were very impressive. Did I know straight-up boxing for boxing. Was he ever going to beat Floyd Mayweather? No. But I figured maybe it was an x factor. He he might possibly pull a rabbit out of the hat. Remember, the greatest upset in boxing history was a 1-40 underdog, Buster Douglas, beat oh, yeah. an untrained Mike Tyson in Japan, in Tokyo, Japan. So that's the biggest upset in boxing history. He was a 1-40 underdog. So someone got rich in Vegas that day. so but
5: he they're heavy you're saying he fought tyson when they were heavy Mm -hmm. so
4: yeah
5: i mean i just think i just think it's easier for uh for um uh conor mcgregor to knock dudes out with those four rounds gloves and to it when you're boxing with a different set of gloves against someone that's been hit a bunch in that environment it's just it's just not yeah, the no, 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 I totally You can't agree. just land that one shot. Not. if they
2: go to a cage, if they take it to the ground, yeah. it's going to be a different story. He wanted to do it in the cage, Mayweather, but he wanted to do boxing only. Mayweather
5: Pinnoli. will get killed. He will get killed in MMA, Mayweather, just like uh, James Tony got killed when he fought against Randy Cotter. That was, like, sad. Yeah. Super sad, but you got to train hard to wrestle. You can't just decide to do it.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, that's like this. Oh, one so which people? Is it, grind, it, it, which people? <laughs> which people train harder? Boxers or wrestlers? What do you say?
5: Well, they they both train really hard. It's just that they use different mm. energy energy pathways in their
4: body because mm. they're doing different
5: types of movements. You know.
4: Ooh, well, you got to elaborate on training? I think wrestlers grind harder. Wrestling yeah, is I, more well, of grind. Yeah, but, they do endless yeah.
5: grinding because they they want that that endurance,
4: that like overtraining yeah. endurance. Yeah, they do. The grinding but. is different, but it takes more skill to me to be a boxer. Because see, there's no such – in boxing. This is my opinion. You're either good or you're not. There's no in between. You know, what I mean? you're either good or you're not. You you know sure. what you're doing or you don't know what you're doing. As in like mixed martial arts. You can get away with not being a good striker. You just need other things to complement or, or yeah. supplement that. Sure. You know what I mean? But boxing, you yeah, can't get away with that.
5: But that's the same in wrestling. If you're not a wrestler, if you're not technical, you're gonna get stopped by all the technical wrestling, you know? Yeah.
4: But either, using strength, you can overpower the strength. You could yeah, it's 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 a mixed bag. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's man, that's that's a podcast right there. <laughs> Yeah, like boxing
5: (laughs) boxers. A lot of people that aren't actual boxers fight in boxing. They're brawlers and shit. You know,
4: I mean exactly. Yeah, that's true. So
5: that's it's interesting that that's a lot. I mean, that's part of it. That's why I like the cool thing about boxing is all the like, you know, those moves you're not supposed to do but you get away with, like clinching and Mm -hmm. you know sucker punching someone ever so often and stuff like that, or like landing shots to the back of the head. All that makes all the fight sports interesting to me in that you can get away with stuff. So, like, all different styles of people can fight. That reminded yeah. me of Muhammad Ali
2: in the second fight against against Spinks. He would throw, land a jab, a punch, and then he would clinch. Yeah. You know, in the second fight. And uh, he was yeah. smart enough to realize. And a lot of people, uh, I didn't realize this, but he, and he might have known, uh, there could have been a reason. I, he was a little out of shape. And I'm trying to remember, if, was it before the first Spinks fight? But I mean, he might have had his his um parkinson's as early as seventy seven and that fight was in seventy eight well, yeah. so he did that i mean you I got you gotta admire him even more yeah.
5: well, I mean it's just another like when I when i the first time I went to the street Peace crew and I was fighting my second fight, they already had me up against a abuelo and he's a good boxer, you know I admired him when I saw the show before getting down there, so it was a real honor for me to fight him. And uh, he's shorter, and I find you know I use my jab, but he pushes himself in. As soon as he gets in, I just clinch, you know, and that neutralizes his his advance. And then we spread up, and, and that's smart. I start that's smart. Again. Yeah, that's that's a move. That's that's what you do against the shorter guy if you don't have the energy to to smash him when he's coming in. You clinch. Exactly. <laughs> so.
2: and that's what Ali did against Sphinx. He was older than Sphinx and he knew what Sphinx did was- the first one, so. You know, and and, and it, um, he got the decision. What's that?
5: That'd be dangerous if we were doing an MMA match, though, because the shorter guy is easier for him to get the underhook. So then, if I clinch with him, he can go for those, go for that like Greco Roman slam or whatever. So
3: yep.
4: yeah, you know, it
5: all depends what game you're involved in.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's true. That, that's, but usually when you see those short, stocky guys, they're more wrestling based. They're more wrestling yeah. based. They use that you know, stock and that strength. You know, it's not guaranteed. That's funny because it's so funny because um, I speak to someone else about this, about Mighty Mouse. I don't know if you're listening, Mighty Mouse, because I say th- I study you, man. I study you. But um, I've always. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Religiously. But I said I find it fascinating how Mighty Mouse fights long. He fights as if he's a tall fighter. You know what I mean? You would think that he would fight from the inside, a lot of hooks, and power shots, but he fights very much on the outside, picks his shot, goes for the body, head. You know, he fights like like a long, lanky fight. And I said, wow, that's a very strange contrast because you would you you see him, you would think he would be compact, like with a more peekaboo type style coming in, and, you yeah. know, and, and you know, but he fights totally different. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. But he gets and low. He, do he gets
2: low when he throws him,
4: and that allows
2: him to do it. Because he, 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 yeah. he gets very, very low when he throws his punches. Well, no, he gets long
5: with his attack, too, though. He has exactly. a even reach. Yeah,
4: yeah he, gets, he, he gets away very it. long. And I say, damn, I say, yo, that's real strange. Of course, I find ways to counter that. But, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you know, but, I mean, but our, my, my okay. height
5: difference was so, was so much, you know, I'm so much taller than him that I knew it would be hard for him to land those shots. I mean, he landed yeah. one, but, like, I rolled with it. I didn't really get hurt by it. So, yeah. all, you oh, know, all I got to oh, do is Yeah, I did. Uh, the second time oh, I went, uh, which was last month, I fought him uh, first. Yeah, that you was like you, a big big thing. <laughs> and oh, I, I lost the but it wasn't – I mean, if you watched it, there, there's a lot of stuff that you can't see. I mean, I was jabbing wait, wait, wait. his face a lot. So. What's,
4: what's so, your fight name? I'm Wolfman. Man. Oh, what's good? Well, okay, all right, all right. What's good? What's yet? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. You remember, okay. The, you remember okay. the video
2: before? It's like, everybody was saying, "Hey, my, Mouse, who is this dude saying this?" And yes. and and you were staying at Mouse's place, and it's like you know everybody's getting yeah. all excited about, you know, it's like he was in on it also. Yeah. Everyone, yes.
5: Okay. Everyone was posting the wrong info about me. They kept saying I was taller than I was. This and that.
3: And so I just yeah. made that video. Okay. We'll jokes, you
2: know, like... <laughs> and, and okay, probably <laughs> laughing, he's probably going, you know, hey, 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 hey nice
4: nice stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that, cool, man. He's, he's a great guy. <laughs> I remember that fight. I remember that. But it's also funny because uh, Steven, he has a base in wrestling, which would be, it would make sense. Like, look at him like, okay, but they, um, they say he's a pretty good, good grappler. He's a real good wrestler, but I guess injuries with the knees and different things like that, you know he was uh, saying, yeah. I was on
2: the same show it took its toll on him, and he says that's why yeah, he doesn't well, do that anymore and so yeah, when I was I uh, when I was saying to him um i was- start, right now I'm in the best shape of my life. he says, well, you know uh and it's good that you're still doing it, but I was in the best shape of my life, and with the attrition, you know um that's the difference that you know i I no longer am, and that's why I don't do wrestling because of the attrition of, of yeah. the, the little injuries in the neck.
4: Yeah, it breaks you down. It does. It, it, it I, oh. I know. It breaks you down. But I can't do straight boxing. I wouldn't do and I've said this before and it's a, I would admit, I'll be the first to admit. It's a lack of my skill. Um I no. have to mix it. I have to mix it. I wouldn't you would never see me go straight boxing, straight grappling, straight anything. I I have to mix it because of how I fight. I like the deception. I like I can do this, and I can change for this. Yeah. I can go for that. So you would, Doug, and Andy would try to take him to the ground, obviously. That, that
2: would be yeah, your strategy, uh, right?
4: Yeah, I would do different things. But I would have to mix it up. And like I said, it's my lack of skill level. I'm not a good enough boxer to just box anyone. Like, I think the average person. And me it, too. A, me a, too. Look at Ed Solich. When Ed went up there, what do they call him, the tornado. When, or, or was it oh, the tornado, yeah. right? Yes. When he fought In his
2: living room, right?
4: He, in his living room, I guess,
2: with his exactly. bag or whatever it was
4: Yeah, he did the boxing His boxing, and no offense with this It sucked But now the only reason it sucked Because he's not a boxer You could tell he knows how to punch But he doesn't know boxing Now if you would have taken him he in that boxing, same Thai, Stuff like that, yeah Exactly, right. thrown it where he could throw kicks And he could mix it up Oh, you could tell the kid is beast but it's that one-dimensionalness that, like I said, I don't have the skill level for. I don't have the skill level for it. Same thing with um, well, that- with the combat grappling. I would love to do the combat grappling, but no, I won't. I have to mix it up. I, I, I do like the striking aspect. I do like that. But, you know, it, it's um, you know, it, I, it just not for me. But, uh, it, it's, so not it's grappling different. alone, Keith? Not grappling alone? Not grappling no, alone, not in context? No. No, I have to mix it up. And, and, and honestly, I'm a. Go ahead, go ahead, Jerry.
5: Oh, okay. So, like boxing, that's why boxing is so cool because few people can actually do it. And I think it's exactly. because it takes like a weird, it takes yep. a weird sort of nerve to be able to go through the process of like standing and throwing, you know, over and over and over again until you figure it out. The nerve. Exactly. Yes,
2: The timing and all that. Yes. No, I agree. It took nine
5: months, it's just the uh, rangemanship, just moving
2: that. around in the ring, just moving around, and just being able to, like Ali did, just being, um, no. even though he didn't always keep his hands up. But that was that was part of what made him. Um, my my grappling, boxing, and weight training instructor Neil Cervoni, he's called the show a couple times. He said, uh, like they were saying, somebody was saying about Roy Jones Jr. and Bernard Hopkins. Mm. You might have heard or read this, and the same thing with Ali. Same thing. If, if they would have kept their hands up, how much better they would have been. But then again, that might've taken away from their excitement style, even though if, um, yeah. I, I, and again, I argued against myself, look at Michael Jordan, he was no longer just flying, you know, dunking on people in later in his career. If you, if you follow basketball, NBA, he was, um, backing his person down and shooting the fade away and stuff. And so, Maybe that could have extended Ali's career, Roy Jones Jr., Bernard Hopkins, their careers longer.
4: Well, you also got to look at yeah, this. Man. They also use it as a, as deceptiveness. You know what I mean? It saves energy. It's deceptive. And, you know, there's different reasons why they did it. And also they had the skills that can do it. And so dang man. We had a conversation with um uh uh, uh on, on on um on Facebook, myself, uh, Joshua David, or is it David Joshua? David Joshua and um Scott Joshua. Face, We were talking about movement. We we're talking about movement different things and um we we're talking about being flat footed and fighting on your toes. You know. Basically my thing is it, it doesn't matter kind of like what you do, but whatever you do, you're going to have to do something else to substitute for it. If you fight flat-footed, I feel, this is just my opinion of, it, of my research studies, that if you fight flat-footed, okay, you're going to have to excel your defense in something else. As in well, was this parent. the recent discussion? The
2: recent yeah, discussion, because face was saying, Yesterday. and I guess Floyd Patterson fought on his tippy toes a little bit, but more than likely it was like ever since Ali started doing it, it's like, um, yeah, you exactly. got you, you to be on on your on your tippy toes, the balls of your feet.
4: Exactly. You know, you I have mean, to substitute the defense with something. You have to substitute yeah. it. You know what I mean? And, 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 yeah, James Conley you know, thought
5: flat footed. He just he was more yeah, head
4: movement. But exactly, he needed more head movement. Exactly. So you know that yep. that was the thing. So you know, like when you speak about Roy Jones, Roy Jones, man, he had excellent timing. He he had excellent uh, was anticipation, so he could leave his hands down, and and uh, God man, Joe Roy, I, I was a huge Roy fan in the, in the in the day, and Roy just used to do amazing things with his speed, his timing, and just his. Same game with Ali. Stuff. Same with Ali. Yeah. His athleticism.
5: Yeah. His athleticism. Yeah. Exactly. The incredible.
4: athleticism. Yes. Yes. You know. So. something like Mayweather.
5: Mayweather is is incredible too, and Pacquiao. I mean, yeah, and they're all all the ways.
4: They all have incredible
5: athleticism. Yeah, big difference yeah, I got yeah. into an argument
2: about someone about between. Uh, I know there were different styles of fighters between Ali and Mayweather. Yeah. Ali tried to uh, stop you. You know, he tried to knock you out. Uh, I mean, well, I mean Mayweather more later in his career. You know, he okay, used to so do
5: that, should...
4: but later he stopped doing that. Yeah. Well, because he
5: counter said... punches.
3: Yeah,
4: because yeah, he said He said that, um you know, he why would he Stand there, you know and, and But see, i tell the person this Name me another fighter In boxing or mixed martial arts That changed their, That had success fighting one way Changed their way of fighting And was just as successful He's the only fighter that I could think of That did that That did that You know what I mean? He, he started fighting in the pocket That's like knocking people out and then he said, "Whoa, let me switch my whole style and be more evasive and more elusive." Yeah, he and had just as much success. success. I can't think of no other mm. fighter in mixed martial arts or boxing that has done that. None. Yeah. I let, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. No,
2: no. you're right because you right. used
4: to knock people up.
2: But but then, then again, and it's like uh, I forget the fighter. Uh, one fighter, I you know he, you know his fighter kept dodging him. And he says, you know, it takes two to dance, it takes two to tangle, and so when he was talking about, you know, when he lost the decision, and it, it seems like if you go to a fight, yeah, you want it's great, it's great what Mayweather does, but you want to see, you, you want to see him mix it up, and he, he, he even admitted he mixed it up in one round. He ended up uh, winning the fight because you know people wanted to see action, and it's like yeah. the one criticism of Mayweather, I know it worked for him, but it's like. You want to see him mix it up a little bit. You want to see punches. You want to see, you know, action. And and it's like, um, and and, uh, I can understand why Mayweather does it, but it's like people want to see
4: action. It's funny because I think you and I have the same, when people talk about Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson, you know, I say, you know what, it's real cool that a person could beat you for 15 rounds or 10 rounds. And I said, that's cool. But I said, for me, what I like, if a person could go in there and finish a fight in 10 seconds, to me, that's all the better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't need to see the And now he was named around, and he pissed people off. He
2: got people upset. Yeah. Uh, especially the, the Doug Jones fight. A lot of people thought Doug Jones beat him. But, I mean, so people were there just to see him, you know, hope, hoping that Doug Jones, who was a, an up-and-coming fighter at the time himself, that was before yeah. the Liston fight. But, uh, you know, it's like people were there. It's like he's starting He's starting to piss me off with, the, with his bragging. But, uh, you know, but uh, – yeah, you, you know, but um, he would name the round, and he would, you know, with his poetry and that. And then, uh, sure enough, yeah. as he said, he 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 tried to do it in eight, and then they asked, "Well, why didn't you do it in 8 You know, it's like doing an eight would make me great, but I guess uh, I did it in seven because he wanted to go to heaven or something.
4: Yeah, yeah, you know, but yeah, you know, th- things like that. Like I said, it's cool, but to me, I love the Mike Tyson man. That mentality. If I can get this done in a, in one round, hey. Better I could go to celebrate, have some drinks, and go to the strip but, club. You know what I mean? Mike, I, um, watch along so the fight.
5: Phenom, his, his body, like his fast switch makeup and everything, he was yes. perfectly set to knock people out in the first
4: round. Yes, yes. He's my like second his favorite. Was well, was
5: incredible.
4: Him and Joe Lewis were my two favorite of all time. Those two are like okay. neck and neck is my two favorite. And yeah, power, speed, IQ. People don't understand how smart Tyson was as knowing the game. of For me, probably. Ali and
2: Lewis. Ali and Lewis probably would be my two. No,
4: J- Joe Lewis or, or, or uh, Lennox Lewis?
2: No, I mean Joe Lewis.
4: Uh, oh, those um, are my Ali two and Joe too. Lewis,
2: my two favorites. Those are my yeah. two
4: favorites, too. Same here. Same here. No, no, Harley, I, I wanted I mean, to get you know, to... I wanted to get to – uh, uh,
2: you, you mentioned Khabib. Uh, oh, go ahead. I mean, you mentioned McGregor. Oh, oh, go ahead, Jesse. Go
5: ahead, Jess. Well, I just, I just wanted to bring up that the classic boxers like Ali and Foreman and them, and even before that, it seemed like boxing was a different game than it is it now, is. Uh, as yes. far as, like, technically speaking. And those, yes. those fighters, they took a lot more hits almost, it seemed, back in the day. They waded through a lot more punches. Uh, their, their defense – it, it was what it was. Like I, because like my my client is older right now, and he always brings up the greats, and they're cool, and they're great, and I, I'm down. But they don't always use great technique. It was just the way it was back then. they were still learning. So yeah, learning you know, stuff. forming
2: blocks. He would use it's both arms like... in order to block yeah, the punches. Yeah. Yeah.
5: You saw well, how the way, people you know. just jabbed all day. In the past, we have 12 you know. minutes left. Someone yet. had a good jab.
2: All right, cool. Yo, I'll talk uh, whatever you uh, like. Okay, I wanted to bring up, you mentioned McGregor earlier, and um, there's, a, there's a fight coming up against, a, and you were going to talk about a certain Russian, a certain bear, and uh, that reminded me, and, and um, yesterday, um, I, I didn't realize this, the nesting dolls, I, they, they were like Russian nesting dolls, and yesterday, just to change paths a little bit, a little break, you, you know me, I talk about everything. Uh, yesterday, Hawk Harrelson was honored at the White Sox game up for the Boston Red Sox, Chicago White Sox. And have you guys, you, you, you guys know what a nesting doll is? I guess there were three dolls in one. Yeah. There was like, so
4: you know what, you've seen them before? Yeah. That's what the little witch corns inside another one, inside the little one, and it gets smaller and smaller? Yeah. Okay. so the, um, I guess the
2: smaller one was the him as a member of the Boston Red Sox, which he was 67, 68. And then the second one was when he was a manager, general manager of the White Sox. I still remember that poster, me being a huge Chicago White Sox fan. And he put um, Carlton Fist in left field, the catcher. That didn't work out too well, but um, so he made some questionable moves, and there's a big, giant poster of him in a cowboy hat saying, the Hawk wants you. Uh, he's retiring. This is his last year. Um, Ken, the Hawk, Harrelson. You guys might have heard of him. I don't know if you guys are baseball fans, but um, he he was an announcer for the White Sox. He played, uh, announced in, in like seven decades. He was um, he was a golfer also. When he, an injury caused him to go on the PGA tour, he would hustle people for pool money. He would arm wrestle people. He uh, I think he he might have played Jackie Gleason and Willie Muscone. He he arm wrestled this one guy in the Kansas City Chiefs, some um, offensive lineman. He lost because he got tired, you know. But. Um, <laughs> You know, and and and, um, and and yes, he was a boxer. He was a street fighter also. He got into street fights also. He was a boxer under an assumed name. He won his first seven fights. And this reminds me about Christopher Wilmore, Scarface. You know, when uh, he hates to fight, box a smaller person. So his opponent, who was a heavier opponent, didn't show up. He he ended up um, uh, he ended up going. Uh, they got some guy out of the audience who was a smaller who was uh, smaller than him.
0: And he ended up
2: knocking, knocking the hawk out. And next thing you know, uh, that was the end of his boxing career. Just what might might have, might have happened. Who knows if he would have won that fight. But he was a boxer and an MMA fighter, so they had a nesting doll. So the second one, the one that was um, the, the Boston Red Sox doll was inside, was also um, you know him as, as, as a general manager with a cowboy hat. And the third one was him with, with a headset as, as, you know, as an announcer. So that was yesterday, and they played uh, some stuff on the video board. A bunch of people spoke, Ozzie Guillen, Tom wimpy Pachoric, and then Hawk spoke, and it delayed the start of the game. but uh, and, and it helped the White Sox, day one. But um, enough about him. Speaking of Russians, because I guess those nesting dolls came from Russian nesting dolls. Uh, notice how I segwayed there. Uh, a certain person hasn't fought in the UFC in, what, two years? His last fight was a year ago. Um, I think I was still doing security at um, uh, at a place in an abandoned building in Batavia, Illinois. So that's been a year ago, uh, uh, almost a year ago. So it'd be almost two years, and he's going to fight. Um, he's going to fight Khabib, the Russian Bear. And Keith, you said he's lost his hunger. He's lost his hunger, right? He might not yeah. be. There might be five people in the division that's better. Forget about in the UFC, five people in the division that are better than him. What should we yes. expect? Um, shouldn't he have a tune-up fight first? And what will we expect in this fight Khabib, the Russian bear right. and Conor McGregor? I got,
4: I got eight minutes. I just need about 20 seconds. My prediction okay. of the fight is that um, it's, it's either going to go two ways, but it's going to go, it, it could go either two ways, and it's going to go quick. Conor, quick knockout, Khabib, quick ground and pound submission win. My prediction of the fight is going to be that Khabib is going to apply that pressure. He's going to uh, walk through the shots. He's going to be able to take the shots. He's going to get a hold of Conor McGregor, and he's going to grind and pound him or submit him. And um, mm-hmm. the reasons why I think, the reason why I say that, I did a whole podcast on it two weeks ago, is that Conor McGregor is uh, 23 and three. Uh, his three losses was all by above to mid-level grapplers, all by submissions losses. You know what I mean? His last one uh, is above years. the mid level, right? What do you say? he is he way above, <laughs> way above. Uh, Chad Mendes on two weeks' notice, less than two weeks' notice, dominated um, McGregor on the ground. Now, granted, McGregor's a different fighter than he was back then. Uh, people talk about the knockout. Here goes another thing with, McGreg- with McGregor and Khabib. This is the strongest person that Conor has ever faced besides Chad Mendes, as they're dealing with punching power and strength. So Khabib has just as much power as anyone else that Conor has faced Um, Conor's more precise Conor has the striking But we saw what Conor has has He fared against wrestlers, grapplers He's lost We've seen what Khabib has done against strikers And he's won The best striker that he fought against was Edson uh, Barboza, Who people were saying was the best striker in the UFC before he was beaten And you saw how that fared out so we'll see, but um, I think Khabib—it's an easy win. I think whoever wins, it's going to be an easy win on either side. On either side, it's going to be an easy win. I don't think this I'm is thinking, going to be. A bad I'm thinking Khabib. Fight I'm thinking Khabib. Yeah. What about what yeah, about yeah, you, yeah. Jesse? Are
2: we unanimous?
5: Uh, or I'm no? not sure. Actually, I I didn't I haven't seen Khabib fight yet.
6: I I can look it up
5: and make a decision. I I haven't been following the UFC. I've actually been watching more. Um, just stuff on YouTube like women women's cage fighting because they're getting real good, and so I've been following those
2: guys. Nice. <laughs> yeah,
4: I, mean, I haven't been watching it as good. much because I've Did been watching see...
2: Strelka. I've been watching other stuff too, but. Oh, yeah. Um,
5: <laughs> Strelka.
2: <laughs> I love Strelka. The problem is, you know, they they talk funny, but, uh, you know, but well, they, there's a they reason they weird, do.
5: Weird contests in that. <laughs>
2: But I do love it. Yeah. There's something weird about it. But, um, and, and speaking of, uh, what were we, what were we going to talk about? That's another, another thing. And we talked about that. We might've talked, um, face mentioned, and, and I guess the difference between Vince McMahon and the WWE and, um, and, 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 of course, um, the guy in charge of the UFC, I forget who it is right now, Dana White, you know, I mean, he pays more money. McMahon does. He promotes it better. And it just, um. People stop watching. I guess the viewership is
3: down.
4: Yeah. Well oh, you gotta UFC realize thing? The UFC has to make up four billion dollars, so <laughs> they you know, that purchase, um, they gotta make up four billion. Yeah. Uh although Dana White says that they're worth seven, but uh they're worth seven, but they didn't recoup that four billion yet. So this is why you're having more title fights. This is why they, everyone's pushing the interim, uh, interim. I said interim, interim title uh, champions, different things like that. They have to recoup that money. Uh, UFC is not going anywhere. Well, no, let me rephrase that. Mixed martial arts is not going anywhere. So um, hmm. there's going to be money. Bellator is gaining steam. Um, you know, it's a, a lot of good stuff. But I think the UFC, I think they're going to be around for a while, for a good while. They are. I think they are. They're going to be around for a good while. Um, they're going to keep doing fights. Um, as long as they have, keep making stars or try to make stars like Connor, Ronda Rousey, you know, different things like that, they're, they're going to be successful. Yeah. Okay. Um, Glenn, you got four minutes left, four minutes and nine seconds. Uh, you want to give shout out to some commercials real quick. Um, it's on you. Okay, I'll, I'll be, uh, let me do my shout out
2: last because that's when I promote the um, future shows. So e- either you two, oh, yeah. Keith or Jesse, whichever you want to go first.
4: All I want to say, everybody out there, Jesse, thanks for uh, Wolfman. I'm go call you Wolfman. Wolfman, thanks for talking <laughs> to you, man. I love your fighting. Love your fighting. Love your knowledge. Everybody, street beats uh, showing love, the family, all those practicing and training. Much love to everybody. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to just everybody that's out there on the grind. That's it for me.
5: Uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't I don't really have a shout out. I I'm I'm happy oh uh, everyone should be ready to see my fight. They'll be posted on probably the ninth. I'm going up uh, this this weekend, uh, this next weekend to fight again in the yard. So keep an eye out for Wolf. Okay, 10. on the eighth,
2: you'll be there on the eighth. No.
5: I will be there on the eighth. Uh, I'm excited for that. So I'm not sure who I'm fighting, but everyone knows that I'm coming and that I have skills, so I'll be fighting someone tough. You know, okay.
2: Here comes okay. the Wolfman on the eighth. And that's right. Um <laughs> uh, that's right. Next weekend we got the fights. We got the fights. We got September eighth, oh, a yeah. bunch of fights. You know, tune into those fights. Tune into Street beast News, Street Beats Fight Talk Live. Wait, I think it's uh it, is it uh Yaswiz, Street Beefs News. But um I wanna thank everybody for listening. Uh, I wanna thank Jesse P., um, again, Fierce, fierce Heart is his new YouTube one. Check it out, everyone. Check Keith Vaughn. Check out his show on Wednesday. He's going to talk about uh, the Russian invasion. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Um, well, I want to thank uh, Keith for uh, handling the board for me while I'm at work, away from my computer. Jesse, uh, and also no for being a guest. Jesse for being a guest, Jesse P. And way I want to invite everybody to come here. Um, uh, in 166 hours for, uh, Glenn Joseph ropey for his two hour journey, uh, Monday nights, 8. P.m. To 10 p.m. Easter time, 7 p.m. To 9 p.m. Central standard time, street beats. What's good with Glenn street beats, buck up or shut up 120 minute, uh, journey into health, fitness, nutrition, training, and additional stuff as I so often do. And, uh, um, uh, how much time do I got left? And, uh, uh, before oh, I wanna go, I want to. Okay, I want to. Um, I was watching a memorial service. Um, somebody connected with a sister church of mine, and I also want to uh, give condolences to. Usually, I use my Facebook lives of Guy Hammond and his family on the loss of uh, Kathy Hamilton Hammond, uh, who lost her battle with cancer. So I'm going to give. Uh, and a lot has happened. We we lost Aretha Franklin. Uh, yeah. I think I, I might have m- mentioned that. And I'm trying to think what other deaths there have been. But uh, just we, uh, we definitely need to get, you know, improve our health, do everything we can to stay healthy. And that's what this show is about, health, fitness, nutrition, and training. And then I also want to thank the people who took my red blood cells just for the whole process yesterday for making it happen. There were no glitches. And until next Monday, we will see you all. Street beeps, what's good with Glenn? Street uh um, Buck up or shut up. This has been a Three Peeps production, and these are available on Google Podcasts. And I think we have time. And on that note, beep, 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 beep. that's all, folks. Or as Ray Rayner would say back in the day, bye, bye, bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.